This is the Pastor's Wife Podcast, and I'm Erin Munseth. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Pastor's Wife Podcast. I'm Erin Munseth, your host. And today I have a special friend on as my guest, Alyssa Johns. Hi, Alyssa. Hello. Hi, hi, hi. Um, Alyssa and I met about two-ish years ago um, when I first moved back to the Midwest after we were living in California, and we became like instant friends, just so much in common. Um, So just Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about yourself, Alyssa, where you live, your family, all that. Yeah. Yeah. So I live here in New Prague, Minnesota, and I have three kids. I've got a toddler who just turned three, and then I've got eight-month-old twins. And obviously my wonderful husband, too. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, we live Yeah, we live here in New Prague. We used to live up in Golden Valley. Um, actually, my husband and I lived up in the cities for about 10 years before we moved down here. So we are new to the area, but I've been really loving it. Awesome. Yes, you guys have a beautiful little farmhouse out in the country and you guys are homesteaders. It's a beautiful picture. Yeah, thank you. Yes, we um we had this all of a sudden once the hit pandemic hit, we had this dream of having chickens and more land and a garden and God saw to it to give us this little house and this little community. Um, and we just really fell in love with it. It's been, it's been so fun to just see how he's orchestrated our lives here. And, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's beautiful. And now you have mm-hmm. little people in your house too. Three little kids. Yeah. It's so beautiful that God <laughs> is giving you those plan. <laughs> yeah. You're outnumbered with those three kids. I know um, it's crazy. Yeah. So Alyssa, you worked in ministry full-time before you had kids, before you had all those kiddos, you weren't outnumbered. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us mm-hmm. a little bit about that. Yeah, so I uh, didn't get married until I was close to 30. My husband and I turned 30 like uh, a few months after we got married. Um, and so uh, before that, I was working in a ministry. And I actually, I didn't do, join ministry right away after graduating from college. I graduated. I moved up to the cities, started working, um, did a bunch of different jobs and then kind of had a little bit of a quarter life crisis where I, um, I wasn't finding a husband, somebody that I wanted to marry. Um, and it was a big desire of mine to be married and have kids and it just Mm -hmm. wasn't happening and, um, kind of had a few heartbreaks along the way. And I had a, I had a moment, I was actually on a trip in Ireland, uh, after a breakup and I, it's a good place to be had, after a breakup. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was, it was my second time going there too. So I just, amazing. oh my gosh, I fell in love with it. I, the first time and then the second time, you know, it just solidified how much I love that country. Mm. Um, but I was there and, uh, just kind of had this breakthrough moment, like, okay, God, if I am not going to be married, it's not a guarantee that we get married and have kids. That's, mm. I think his plan for a lot of people because it's glorifying to him. It's something he created, but it's not necessarily his plan for every person on this earth. And so I really had to wrestle with that question of what am I going to do mm. if you might, that answer to that prayer was a no, I had to ask myself that. And, um, that's where I, I was reminded of the calling I had always felt to be a part of a full-time ministry. Um, so I was on staff with the college ministry crew or campus crusade for Christ. That was, as it was previously known. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did that for about four, about four years. Um, 
actually only a year before meeting my husband. So I joined staff. I worked for a whole year or so before, um, before meeting him. And then I continued to work in ministry until we had our first son. And okay. I did that part-time. Um, once I had him, I went down to part-time because I knew I wanted to be home and we really couldn't afford childcare anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I did that part-time cool. until I got pregnant or no, uh, until he was just about one. And then I decided that I wanted to be home full time. Okay. Um, and actually, that's a really cool story, too. I was a big step of faith because we really kind of needed my paycheck to, you know, to make ends meet and everything. Um, but I just felt so strongly that I needed to be home full time, give give my son and our home my full attention. And so with faith, uh, we made this big step. I quit ministry. And that same day, Tony got a word that he had gotten a raise. Oh my gosh. The <laughs> like same a few day. hours later. Like it was just so confirmation like that I was making the right, mm. the right, the right decision. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it was, st- it wasn't, it wasn't anything huge. I think it was like half of what I had been making. So it wasn't even like it fully covered sure. my income, but it was still just enough to be like, oh wow. Like God hears us. He sees us. Yeah. He knows us. And he's saying, yes, go for it, Alyssa. Yeah. So. Oh, hundred percent. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, just knowing that God hears, hears our prayers, even if it means stepping out of ministry, like directly serving mm-hmm. him, he know he knew the desire of your heart to serve your family well and provided mm-hmm. that for you. That's so beautiful. Yeah. So yeah. as you were saying that you had this, this season of singleness, um, mm-hmm. I have a lot of listeners that I think are single and oh, it's, yeah. um, it's a struggle to be single for a lot of people, but, um, what do you, what can you say to them of how you can um, still pursue Jesus and have a full life without a life partner, you know, in that season yeah. of waiting, or maybe they won't ever get married. What, what do you have to say mm-hmm. to them? Oh gosh. I, my heart is just like pounding right now thinking about it. Cause <laughs> I, I just remember it so well. Um, and I think what I would, what I told my students when I was in ministry um, and what I'll tell them, yeah, anyone listening is that your life is first unto the Lord. It is not mm-hmm. unto a husband. It's not unto your roommates. It's your first priority through your entire life is to the Lord. He created you. He knows you and he has a plan for your life. Um, we live, move and have our being in Christ alone. He is who mm-hmm. we will give an account to at the end of our life. Mm-hmm. This earth, this life is uh, temporary. It is not eternal. Um, the mm-hmm. things of the Lord are eternal. And a verse I has become a life verse to me and was at that time too, is that um, if you have died and your life, your life is hidden with Christ and God. And when your life, um, when Christ who is your life appears, you will also appear with him in glory. Mm. Uh, and so it's just that idea you're hidden in Christ your life is with him alone that's who your identity is in it is not Mm -hmm. in your job even if you're in ministry it's not your job it's not your husband your family your friend group that maybe you think is amazing which I'm sure they are because they always are Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) or the church you're a part of none of it it is Christ alone and so if you Mm -hmm. seek him above all things he will um, he will guide you and throughout your life and and your his plan is better than ours his ways are higher than our ways and you are I mean I I want to um 
for anyone listening to just be open with the Lord, be completely brutally honest with him because he Mm. can take it Mm -hmm. and he understands. And, um, it, it is, it is hard. It is hard to go with unmet desires. Um, but there is so, there's so much, um, there's so much to learn there. And, um, I just think, yeah, like he will be your comfort, even if you never know why the answer, why, um, why you will never get married or whatever it is. Uh, he, he is your comfort. He is your consolation, um, and will never leave you. So, yeah, that is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Um, our life is to Christ. And if we have nothing else, we will always have Christ. Even if we're Mm -hmm. we're given a family and a family is taken away from us, we will still always have Christ. Yep. Um, It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. So now you have shifted completely. You were in full-time ministry serving other people. And now that you have Mm -hmm. a husband and three children, you serve Mm -hmm. them every day. Um, so what does that look like to, um, kind of feel like you're ministering or in ministry um, to your children or to your husband in an everyday situation? Yeah, it is. Um, it is very humbling. <laughs> yeah. It is yeah. so much more humbling than I thought it would be because, um, yeah, it is a full-time thing to love on little ones and mm-hmm. to love on your husband um, mm-hmm. and to create a a home environment, whether you're a working mom or not, this is something I think um, it's just really, um, really important. It's like whether you're working full time or not, like with the kids, like you are still are creating a home environment of some kind. Right. And so yeah. it's, um, it's just so many things are a part of that. Um, there's so many ways you can serve that seems so mundane, but um, really are um, impactful and eternal. Um, you know, uh, Jesus says that when you give just a cold cup of water to someone, like you have given it on, given it to them unto me. And so mm. like I, my son, he had cut his lip the other day and it was, you know, it was kind of like pussy and he kind of had like a little flat lip and I gave him a cold cup of water and he was like oh, drinking it, drinking. It. He's like, Oh, and I could tell it was just like uh, calming to him even cause he had never cut his lip before. And sure. just that simple thing of like, I, I was meeting his need there. Um, and it's, so you're just meeting so many daily physical needs compared to, you know, like I was running an event or I was meeting with somebody at a coffee house and talking. Um, it's just such a different kind of ministry that can feel so, um, like you don't, you don't remember all the time that that's what you're doing. You have to remind yourself Mm -hmm. you are, you are ministering to your kids all day, every day, your husband all day, every day. And what you're accomplishing is for God's glory um, and yeah. doing what he's called you to do. You know, like he has called us to care and love for our family. Um, and it is, it's humbling because I live with these people. <laughs> right. I, they see my flaws more than anybody mm. else does. My kids alone, like I have apologized to my kids so many times, but um, mm. it's because they it's part of my ministry. They need to know that I believe the gospel. They need to understand what it is to be forgiven. And I, how can I do that if I am not asking for forgiveness when I screw up, you know? Oh yeah. Um, 100%. So, yeah. yeah. That's such so a healthy and beautiful thing to, to be vulnerable in front of your kids and, and share with them your sins and ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. That's such a healthy mm-hmm. thing for kids to see that, Oh, my mom, 
is perfect in my eyes, but she still isn't perfect. Like I love her unconditionally, but mm-hmm. she needs Jesus too. And that's, mm-hmm. I'm sure that's going to be huge for our kids to see that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it is. I think one of the, yeah. One of the biggest things as far as um, trying to raise kids to understand the gospel and minister to them, you know, mm-hmm. is that, mm-hmm. it's just that aspect you know, of living out the gospel. Um, yeah. For them. And um I had another thought, but I can't remember it. So yeah, moving on. No, even as even as we're washing dishes and serving chicken nuggets and mac and cheese or whatever mm-hmm. we're serving to our kids, it is it's worship to the Lord because He calls us mm-hmm. to be mothers and homemakers at this time of our life. And maybe one day we'll be back in more of a ministry, a traditional ministry role, like in church mm-hmm. or ministry or another um, in another way. But right now, yeah, it's to our kids and to our husbands. Yeah. Um, so I know that we've talked before about how you have um, some structures in place for your oldest son that you guys do daily. Um, do you mm-hmm. want to share some of those with us of how you are training him? Yeah, yeah. So um, a discipline that my husband and I have, um, well, we're, we're kind of we're kind of geeky people in a lot of ways. We really like a lot of daily traditions and rhythms that help our hearts kind of um are, can just be pointed to the Lord. And so mm-hmm. uh, we every morning have our quiet time and we keep that pretty sacred. Um, not that it ever, it doesn't look perfect. Like I, we're interrupted all the time. Sure. You know, it's just how it is. But we just like a steady, a steady rudder in a, in a boat. Like we will always uh, pursue that having our quiet mm-hmm. time in the morning. And so Patrick can see that we open our Bibles, mom and dad open their Bibles and they read mm-hmm. and they pray um, and that is important to them. It's not just like, oh, yeah. they're telling us to remember these Bible verses. Like they, it is applicable to mom and dad. And so right. we have that. Um, I have tried to have uh, our son Patrick have a quiet time of his own. It doesn't go, you know, he's a antsy little boy. And so he usually ends up playing. But um, we've got some children's Bibles and other books that um, – we try to get him to read on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one that's cool. thing. But we also, at the end of every meal, we usually have most meals together because my husband works from home. Um, and so at the end of every meal, we'll sing the doxology. We'll sing. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Um, so that just, and it is so helpful um, for him to just have, I think music adds so much to the home um, just in general, but then. Oh, yes. Have- worship music as a part of your daily rhythm your mm-hmm. it just t- tunes your heart to the lord and i can't tell you how many times i have been singing that through tears because i've had such a rough mm-hmm. morning and it's only 7 a.m you know yeah um, yeah but it's it's just so beautiful because it does it's like no matter what i'm going through that day it just helps me to stop and worship god and then again that patrick's seeing that he's partaking in that and then he'll get to be an example to Holly and Benjamin who are only eight months old. And yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. Um, And then we also have a tea time in the afternoon, which um, it happens. It doesn't happen every single day because it really depends on how everyone's naps shake out. You know, Um, everyone's nap schedules are different, but we um, try to have a tea time in the afternoon. And I usually drink coffee because I love coffee, but we just try to sit down, light a candle, take a deep breath together and we'll usually read um, 
some Bible verses together. Um, we have a, a little, a little basket on our table that sits there and it has little Bible verses for kids. Um, also just like topics of conversation or prayers. Mm. So we'll pull one of those out and read it together. Um, that's really cool. Yeah. I, it's really, it's just such a good thing for us to stop in the afternoon. Like we all, I don't know. I think it's just a good habit to just stop yeah. and take a, take a breath and kind of recenter our hearts on the Lord because the day kind of can you right. know, just go sideways so quickly. Don't they do that yeah. in other cultures too? Is it a European yes. thing to have like oh. a long leisurely tea time at three o'clock? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Day. America is just doesn't have it going on when it comes to that kind of stuff. <laughs> we're so rushed we, all the time. We have so much to do. We are so rushed. We're so fast paced. Seriously, so mm-hmm. many countries and cultures will have an afternoon break time of some kind. Like, yeah, we just don't do that. We grab our caffeine on the way out of the door. Um, right. So yeah. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, it is. It's such a good thing relationally too, so... just to connect. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so beautiful because your son is going to always grow up and remember that seeing that my mom took a moment in the day to take a breath and that's a good Mm -hmm. thing. And that's like a very Mm -hmm. healthy thing. Even if you don't believe in Jesus, like to just take a breath Mm and, um, and then if you know Jesus to sit down and, and be reminded by him throughout the day so you can get through the second Mm -hmm. half of the day. (laughs) Cause we definitely categorize our days of like, okay, the morning's over. Now we have the second half of the day. Yep. Um, and I do think, yeah, it's important in those break times to really use it to connect with the Lord who is the source of all goodness in life and not mm-hmm. only connect with Instagram or not only connect with, uh, right. like, watch, you know, like set up the tea time, but then let my son watch something like it's, it is mm-hmm. a, he's the one that will give us that rest. And so we can't find it when we go to Instagram during our break time or, you know, whatever. Oh, right. Yeah, completely. Yeah. I know I'm so convicted of that because at home all day with my kids, I do feel like I find my community on social media a lot of the time. Um, Like, oh, I'm not alone because I'm following everyone else's day at the same Mm -hmm. time as I'm sharing my day. You know, it makes me feel less alone at home. But it is beautiful when you can sit down with your toddler and have a conversation with them because now our kids are starting to get old enough where we can actually have a conversation with them and and why not take that opportunity to share them about Jesus, um, to sing a song about to Jesus, to just kind of be silly together and to make a connection. Yeah, that's really beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Jesus always did that in the Bible. He was he was late to things. Mm-hmm. He was a, I'm sure he was a slow walker. <laughs> I mean, that would drive yeah. me crazy. But I, I can imagine Jesus was a slow walker. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Slowly teaching people as they went on their way. Yeah. yeah. Meaningful with every step. Uh-huh. So in your in your shift from being single to being married to being in motherhood and staying home, what's the biggest um, change that you've seen um, in your relationship with Jesus or how have you seen Jesus differently um, now that you have your own three kids? Oh, my goodness. Um, gosh, yeah, I feel like the Lord is really trying to teach me um, just more. Um, more about what patience and understanding really look like um, as mm. a mom, the, um, being in full-time ministry, like as at home, you know, uh, ministering to my family. Um, I think I've seen his, and been reminded of his uh, like endless love, his endless forgiveness, his faithfulness. Um, so many times I just want to walk out, not completely walk out the door, but, you know, get up and just like, ah, mm-hmm. I can't do this. Like, right. That is, 
God is not like that. He is steady as the sun. And mm-hmm. um, so I've just seen his character um, so much more clearly. And he's, um, I've been reminded of the, of the gospel much more. Um, yeah, just more since being at home. I think the struggles I had as a, a single uh, person, um, some of them really went away. Like I, I struggled with a lot of, I don't know, a lot of different things. And then it, it kind of shifted to, um, I'm, yeah, just like the priorities. Like I'm not loving my family sure. the way I did, or I have more anger than I thought I did. A lot of those things kind of came out um, while I, since being married and having children. And so I think mm. what I'm trusting God to forgive in my heart is different um, than you know, than what it was before. So uh, that's a shift mm. I've definitely noticed. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden having to take care of kids or if you don't have kids and you're just a wife and you're suddenly living with your husband, you realize mm-hmm. that you're both so in need of a savior, you're both so sinful and just seeing how Jesus mm-hmm. is steady. Like the sun, like you said, is like, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm just brought to tears. I, I need you, mm-hmm. Jesus, like for every mm-hmm. moment. And you yep. are literally endlessly patient with us and that's just Mm -hmm. so beautiful yeah it is and he's all knowing and all wise and I as a mom and a wife I like feel like I want to be that like I want to I want to know everything and try to control every aspect right right I can't do that but God is that perfectly and um Mm -hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone once, um, I was asking someone, I don't remember who it was or where it was at, but I know that they had had children and their children were grown. And I asked them, you know, what's the greatest advice you can give me or, or something, a resource you can give me to, you know, raise my kids well, to love Jesus and be a good parent. And she said, all you need is the Bible. All you mm-hmm. need is to just seek Jesus wholeheartedly. Like mm-hmm. you can read all these mom books and self-help books and podcasts, which I definitely do. But mm-hmm. really she said, you just need Jesus because you just need mm-hmm. the Bible. You just immerse yourself in that and, and he will be sufficient for you. So yeah. thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Melissa. You are yeah. one of the most wise people that I can call my close friend. So I really oh. appreciate you coming and sharing on my podcast today. Yeah. Thanks so much, Erin. And thank, yeah, thank you for having me. It's been really fun talking with you. Yes, of course. So please tell us um, where we can find you on the socials and about your podcast before we get going here. Yeah. So I am on Facebook and Instagram at Harbor Home 32. That's my handle. I have a blog and YouTube channel also, uh, harborhome32.com. And then my podcast is called These Days at Home. I encourage homemakers. Um, well, really, I, I hope it's not just for homemakers, but it's a ref- biblical reflections and relatable fun stories about being at home. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's an awesome podcast. You guys should definitely, definitely go check it out. Go to her social media, give her a follow and everything. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for being on today, Alyssa. I just so appreciate you. And I'm so thankful for you sharing the love of Jesus and your wisdom. Oh, thank you, Erin. I'm right, right back at you. <laughs> Well, thanks for listening to today's episode of the Pastor's Wife podcast. Make sure to leave a rating and review and share this episode with a friend if you thought it was encouraging. I'm sure it can encourage someone else as well. So stay tuned next week for a new episode and I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.